Hey, y'all. Real quick before I hit play on this episode of Familypreneur for you, I want to be sure that you know that I have a brand new podcast available for you to check out. It's called Just Marketing, and you can find it on this podcast platform. Go ahead and search for Just Marketing and hit subscribe so you don't miss anything. Then come back here and listen to this episode of Familypreneur. It'll still be here waiting for you. Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. And now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg Brunson. Hey there, welcome to episode number 104 of the Familypreneur podcast. Today is Friday and it's time for some Friday reflections. Every Friday I reflect back on a story or a situation that happened to me, something that relates to family, business, entrepreneurship, marketing, you know, one of those great familypreneur topics. Now, if you tuned in last Friday, we talked about asking permission from our kids. And the reason we talked about that last week is because this week's episode is is a tough one. Um, it involves some sensitive information, some delicate topics, and it's really my daughter's story. It's not my story. It's my daughter's story, and it impacted me dramatically, and it impacted my whole family and everybody who had, you know, phone calls and appointments with me for a couple days because it threw me totally off my path, off my rocker, off, you know, whatever. It totally threw me off because it was a nightmare. So this is um, kind of a an episode I would encourage you to maybe not listen to with your kids, um, listen to alone for now and determine how much you may want to share with your kids. There's no bad language. It's not explicit or anything, but um, the topics are just just sensitive. So let's jump into it. It was a Friday that we brought my kids to school like normal. And school starts at 8 o'clock, but they tend to go early because they enjoy eating breakfast at the cafeteria. So when I got a phone call at eight o'clock, I was a little concerned. You know, what could have happened already? School has just started. And what had happened was that another child had brought in a printout of my daughter's social media account. And maybe social media is not even not even the right word. It, it was an app that she uses that has some social features built into it. It's not one of the major social media accounts, anything like that. But anyhow, it was an app where she has a profile and she brought in a printout of that profile. And oh, and the profile, there was a lot of negativity. She was calling herself ugly. She was saying things like, you know, she didn't have any friends. She was lonely. And she said that she wanted to kill herself. So when the nurse called and said that they received a notification that my daughter had made a suicide threat, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain what that felt like. 
I felt, I felt like a failure. I felt like I am not present enough. Like I must have missed something. I felt awful. I felt scared. I felt like she wasn't safe, you know, from herself. I, I felt out of control and I felt, I just felt despair. I didn't know what to do. So I talked to the nurse and the nurse gave me some options about things they could do at school to support her. You know, they knew she was safe because she was at school and she was with her teachers and things like that. And they asked if we wanted to do a suicide assessment. Um, the school counselor could do it. And I jumped at that opportunity. I interviewed Jen Taylor on the podcast. Her interview was episode number 52. And I remember her talking about her daughter going through a suicide attempt and how that impacted their family. And my mind immediately went back there. She didn't have to do assessments and stuff because hers was more severe. But she made the decision to check her into an inpatient treatment center, which we weren't at that level. But I wasn't about to turn down the evaluation, right? Let's get as many people as possible talking to my kid so that we can figure out what is going on here and figure out what we need to do to support her. After having the phone call with the school, I then had to go out and relive the whole conversation with my husband. So I needed to bring him on board, bring him up to speed. And as soon as that was done, our conversation turned to what do we do? You know, what do we do when she gets home? So he called the pediatrician. We figured that was the first place we should start. And we just started talking to people and brainstorming to figure out what our next steps should be. When my daughter got home, we made the decision that it would be business as usual until the kids, the other kids, her siblings, went to bed. And then we would talk to her privately. We also decided that we would have a everybody stays home afternoon so nobody went to play with any friends. Um, there was no talk as to why. That's just the decision we, we made. And we had a, like I said, a business as usual, but everybody stays home evening. And then when everybody else went to bed, we talked to my daughter. Now, I am not... A counselor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. Um, I am a mom who is not prepared for the situation. I am a mom who consulted with my husband and we came up with the solution that we felt was the right solution for our family. And we took, you know, the, the nurse and the pediatrician and we took all this opinions to heart. But I did want to share a little bit about how we explored the situation, how we explained the situation and the severity of the situation and discussed this topic with my daughter. Uh, because I know that hearing Jen back in episode 52, hearing her talk about her situation helped me. And back then in December, I didn't even know this was going to be a concern. And it stuck with me. And when it happened in my life, that conversation floated to the top of my mind. And so I'm hoping that this will help you 
if you ever find yourself in this situation or if you ever find somebody else, you know, in this situation. So we asked my daughter about the postings, about what she had said online. And she did admit, you know, that she said those things. She typed them. She she admitted that was all her. But she said that it was part of a dare. So she had had a sleepover at a friend's house, and the friends had dared her to put these things on her profile, and she did them. The school found that there was no risk, like she was no risk to herself. They did the suicide assessment. Everything was fine. And they relayed that information to us. She kind of collaborated that information that she has no plans of harming herself in any way and all of that good stuff. So I just want to put that out there, too. But during the conversation, we had to talk about mental health, right? Mental health issues, because that's that's what that's what's at hand here. When we're talking about suicide, we're talking about mental health. And so even though we determined that she was not at risk, that this was part of a prank that was not funny, we had to talk about mental health, suicide, and how that all plays in together. So this is how we explained it. Kids understand the concept of being sick, right? Like you're vomiting, you've got a runny nose, a sore throat, all of these things, they fall under the category of being sick. So we explained to her that just like our bodies can become sick, our mind can feel sick. And sick is just the word, like I said, that seemed relatable to my daughter, to kids. So that's what we went with. So we explained that just like our bodies can be sick, our minds can be sick. And some of the ways that we feel or we think when our minds are sick include that we feel very sad or that we feel hopeless or that we feel angry or that we feel irritable. So we started talking about the different ways that mental health can affect us, um, our emotions and our thought process. And we explained that sometimes when our brain is sick and our thoughts get very dark, meaning sad or angry or irritable or mad, that some people want to hurt themselves. Some people want to kill themselves. And that there's no, it's going to seem weird when I say this, but bear with me. We told her that that was okay. All right. It's okay to feel like you want to kill yourself. It is okay to feel like you want to hurt yourself, but you have to tell somebody because we can fix that. It's okay to have those feelings, but you don't have to act on them because we can, we can fix the feelings so that you don't feel that way anymore. Does that make sense? That's how we explained it to her because I don't want her to feel like having those negative emotions is bad or naughty or it makes her weird. I want her to know that it's okay to feel negative and it's okay to feel really, really, really bad. And that if she ever feels that way, all she has to do is tell us. And then 
we will do everything in our power to ensure that those feelings go away so that she can return to feeling like herself. Now, again, I am not saying that this is the best way or the only way. I'm just saying that this is a way that we felt confident and comfortable explaining the situation to our child. And she seemed to get it. She seemed to understand that we care about her and that we don't want her to be hurting, whether that is physically or emotionally. And that if she is emotionally hurting, if she thinks that her feelings are sick, that we can go to a doctor who will help her feel better. And I think that for us, that was the best thing we could say to her. And I don't know if she will continue to have mental health issues, right? We don't know. But I hope that this put her on the right path to feeling comfortable to talk to us if she does have any concerns with her mental health at any point in her life. So that hopefully we can do everything that we can to help her. We're all doing our best, right? We're just all doing our best. Now, I hope that nobody else ever has to go through this, but I know that people do. So I hope that this has been helpful. I don't know, just an insight into something that's been going on in my life, something that's taken a lot of my time and a lot of my attention. And I hope that by sharing our story, um, we'll help somebody else. And that's what I talked to my daughter about before we shared this episode. You know, last week we talked about getting permission and I got permission to share her story. And it's because... We want to help other people. So I hope this helps. Until next time, have a great week. Bye. Do us a favor. Share this podcast to a friend. It's like my mom always says, sharing is caring.